have any problem with your digestive system or digestive organ, can you, and you want it to go, can you rise up and let us pray? If you have issues with, just raise your hand, you have issues with, all right, rise up, anybody rise up. Digestive, every digestive issue will, will go tonight in Jesus' name. So whilst I was in Ibadan, God told me to pray for people who have digestive um, issues. So just put your hands in your belly. Heavenly Father, we thank you. For by your stripes we were healed. I ask that all the people standing here will, will give a testimony that you heal them of their digestive um, challenge or sickness. I rebuke that, that difficulty. I rebuke that sickness and that feeling. And I say that let there be restoration and let there be perfect health in your digestive. Um, if you're beside them, can you put your hand on your shoulder? If you're beside them, just put your hand on your shoulder. If you're beside them, we have agreed, oh God, that they are healed, they are made whole, and it is well with them. And they shall testify. Satan, go. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can you say a big amen? amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, so... Tonight, we'll just um, talk about something else. How many of you were in church on Sunday? Uh, how was it? Did you, did you have a good time on Sunday? What did we talk about on Sunday? Uh, doing the impossible and then we, we, we're kind of um, squaring on faith. Amen. So today, I'll be talking about the life of grace. Um, I, don't know, I don't know how to title it, but I'll just talk about grace. And try to explain grace. Amen. And I believe that as I try to do that, you will, you will be able to access um, a, a very fundamental portion. Amen. Of God's grace. Please, when you go outside, George, you go to other places, please don't shake freely like, like you shake here. There's still COVID to some people. So, so don't feel embarrassed when... When you go out, find out if the person wants to shake you. Or maybe even in church, find out. Because the way we shake in this church, you guys are behaving as if there's no COVID. But actually, there's no COVID. Amen. That's our reality, right? There's no COVID. All right. So, but don't, don't feel offended if somebody doesn't want to shake you. So when you go outside, don't be too... Uh, not, not everywhere is GCC. So, so find out first what they do. Maybe they do the elbow... Or, or they just, amen, praise God. You guys are looking so, so beautiful. I'm kind of feeling intimidated by your beauty, you know. Is there a drug in town I don't know about that you guys have been taking? Eh? Is there beauty my sin <laughs> that, that you guys have been taking? But really, I'm trying my best. I'm, I'm going to catch up with you guys, I promise you. I promise you. All right. And so... You know, there's this statement in scripture, in the book of John, the Bible says, and the word was made flesh. The word was made flesh. And that scripture did not mean, and does not mean, that the word was made sin. You get the point. It was not flesh as per sin. It was flesh as per nature. The word was made natural. Amen. It wasn't the word was made 
So when God says flesh, sometimes it doesn't mean sin. It means natural. Amen. And that scripture is such an interesting scripture that the word can be made flesh. It's really one of my own pursuits as a believer that the word will be made flesh. Can it be natural? Can the big, can the challenge or the big deal be that, be that um, I walked, I, I can disobeying God and, um, and um, living according to, to sin and death, can that be, can that be what happens once in a while? You know, many times, what happens once in a while for many of us is that you are in the spirit on the Lord's day. You get the point. Like, can our natural default be the word? Is it possible? I said, is it possible? The word was made flesh. So personally, that's my, my pursuit as a Christian. You know, to always, almost consistently, you know. I don't know, there's, there's lit, when you check the places Jesus missed it in scripture, there are very f- few or none. M- m- maybe when he said, uh, let this cup pass over. But you can't even say that as missing it. Maybe when he... He apologized for the kind of tone he used to speak with the, or the high priest, and that was because I think the, I think he wasn't. Maybe he didn't know. I can't remember. Amen. It means that the man was, the man was hundred percent. Amen. The word was made flesh. Like. Some of us, when we walk in divine patience, is always like, you know, it's like once in once in two years, you know. And the word, for example, can 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 fear be strange to you? That you need to go to a service to get afraid. You don't get not that you need to go to a service to have faith. Like you always have faith. You need to go to a service of fear. And they need to preach you five hours to get afraid. Like can we can we just have a natural default of of supernatural? Is it possible? You're not encouraging, man. <laughs> All right. Now, if if you have a if you have a if you have a biro and a pen and a book, put like a small circle, very small circle. Draw a very small circle in the middle of your note. All right, small circle, very small circle. Is that very small? <laughs> Just draw a very small circle. All right. 
Let me see your small circle. Okay, I said in the middle of your notes. Try in the middle of your notes. Very small circle. Let me draw mine. Now look at mine. A very small circle. All right. Then draw a big circle outside it. That's what I mean about the things only God can do. That is healthy thinking. If you forgive what you can forgive, you are not operating grace. That, that grace is the ability to forgive what you are sure you cannot forgive. So, 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 what, what have you forgiven? Are, are, are there things people, everybody knows you should forgive? That's grace. Doing what you cannot do. Loving who killed your mother. Forgiving who raped your wife. I'm not laughing with you. I'm not laughing with you. If it is grace, you must have capacity. You must receive capacity to do what you cannot do. Your dreams. What are your dreams? Are your dreams a figment of your own imaginations? Things that you know you cannot do? Things that you know you can do? Your desire for money. Is it really from the Lord? Do you want the kind of money you know you cannot have? Can you receive such vision from God? And desire and trust and receive grace for a money that you cannot have? Some of you, the money you want is the money you know you can earn. What about, what about trusting God for the money that you cannot earn? Because the reason for grace is less any man should boast. Now, not that you decide not to boast so that God will not be angry. I said, no, it's the Lord. It's that you cannot not that you are trying to be humble. So, what, are you, what have you achieved now that you cannot have achieved? And what do you desire that you can't achieve in yourself? Then you have started walking with God. Example, should I give an example? Abraham believed that he can have a child when he was no longer producing spermatozoa and his wife's stomach was gone and he still believes he can have a child do you understand shall I give another example for God so loved the world gave himself to save the world how is he going to do it even him by grace 
He desires that every world should come to see God's dream. He wants to save everybody. And people are dying every day going to a fire and the man still wants to save everybody. So is your brain still intact or the visions of God has messed it up? If your brain is still intact, you haven't started working with God as you should. So these are the things that God said I should come and communicate to you today. Because I asked him, and that's the only reason why I came later. I wasn't going to leave the house until God gave me a fresh word. I have many messages, but sometimes I just want a fresh word. So I stood and I said, God, I was on my bed. You had to speak to me, speak to me, speak to me. And he gave me this word to share with you guys. That we now have to learn to receive from the Lord dreams and visions. Because God wants to do a lot of stuff. But we are busy dreaming and doing what we can do. But God wants to do stuff. Now can I show you? Well, it will shock you. It's in scripture. Can I, can I take it further? Now let's look at it. So the plan is so that nobody is going to boast. I'm going to put you in a place where nobody's ever. I don't want anybody boasting in front of me. And there's a reason. Alright? Next verse. For I'm the one working. That's the meaning of that. For we are his what? Workmanship. So I don't want anybody boasting. I don't want my... You're like a chair or a table. And God don't want the chair to say, I had an idea. I was the one that made the legs like this. He said, I don't want anybody boasting. So I'm going to give you a dream that will wreck you. A dream that you cannot achieve it. I'm going to call a stammer and I'm going to tell a stammer that he's going to lead a nation from one continent to another and the tool I'm going to give him is a stick. He got a stammer in the name of Moses and said you're going to lead the whole nation without microphone, without megaphone. You're going to lead the whole nation from one continent to another continent and your tool is a stick. I said, how did you do with a stick? Then you know it's the Lord. Who's ready for a stick? Can you see why God is not always afraid to put you in disadvantaged places? You, you, you get, you don't, some of you don't get the point. You want God to upgrade your flesh so you can achieve small. That, ah, if I was just more advantaged, you don't get the point. Your disadvantage is his joy. Because that gives him glory. You get my point. Chelsea, you get up. Chelsea, stand up. Let me prophesy to you through this preaching. That's the point. That's the point. That's the idea. You get the point. That's the idea. That's what made him call me. Because nobody would have traced it. If it was, if it was another person preaching, a lot of people would have traced it. That this person can end up preaching. So he picked me. You understand that? Primitive don't smoke dry banana leaf. You understand? He picked me so that nobody can, no mother can brag. One day, one day they were having a meeting in my essay when I was a, when I was a teenage boy. And, my, and, my, and, and, and they were using me to do example. Some, some mothers were telling me to get close to their children. And my mommy wanted to brag in front of other women. I said, no, Emma now. Me, she put out home training. She had a dream. I told my mommy. Now I'm training. Do you understand that? The Lord picked me. 
You get the point? Listen, Duncan Williams was speaking one time. God told Duncan Williams to come to Nigeria and go to Archbishop Benson Dawson's University. Guess what? Duncan Williams could not even write his name. One time he was asked a question and he stood up and he could not speak one sentence in English. And he started to speak in tongues. He also told him, when you are done in tongues, you interpret in English. He asked him the question. And he was crying and said, God, why have you brought me here to embarrass me? But that's the point. Let's get them low, 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 low. So that when we lift them, it will be that I did it. For we are his workmanship. Now, you be the work when are they do. That's what God wants to say. Now, you be the work where they do. So don't try to have a better natural condition. God planned it like this. But the question is, are you trying to upgrade your, your local self or you are trying to connect grace? Grace. The power of God. Shall I get the point? Sit down. So the purpose of grace is that God doesn't want anybody to boast. And why he doesn't want anybody to boast, he wants it to be completely his work. One of my friends called me a spiritual son in the U.S. And he called me. And he was going for a business stuff. And I told him over the phone, I said, so they weren't clear about the terms. And I perceived he didn't know how to negotiate. And I called him and I said, you know what? You're afraid to negotiate because you feel if you tell the man to make it the, the clear terms, the terms clear, you think he will drop the I won't give you the work or the, the deal. I said, no. Don't be afraid. Ask. Ask for the terms. Don't, don't be afraid to ask for the terms. Then you'll not be offended when the business now starts. Ask for the terms. Don't be afraid that you'll lose anything. Because if that thing came from God, it can never be lost. Because it's the work of His grace. And I told him, if you lose it, I bet you, on my own word, in six months, you, you will not wish you got it. Well, God, that was, a, that was my own personal word. Because, yeah, because I have oversight of him. What I say will come to pass. You get the point. Grace. Grace. The purpose of grace is that no man should work, should boss. And God doesn't want no man to boast because he wants to work. It's, it's an insult for God to be working and you are working. It's an insult. You understand? Imagine you finish pounding yam in your house and your two-year-old boy says that both of you did it together. How? You can't be working and God is working. If God is working, you are healing. You are healing him. You are believing him. And, 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 and that's what praise means. Praise means it's your, ex, it's your expression of assurance that God is at work. Are we together, friends? So, you have to put 
put back my scripture, take away this. You have to put it in your spirit. You have to receive a dream. Receive a vision. Are you together with me? Receive a dream, receive a vision that is bigger than you. Be, be comfortable around dreaming the dreams of God. Are we together, friends? Dream the dreams of God. And the dreams of God are put in your spirit. They are natural. God has put them there. You get my point now? As you engage God, dream the dreams of God. And dream the dreams of God knowing that there is the power of God available to bring in the dreams to what? To fusion, to pass. You have to dream the dream of God. Friends, I tell you the truth and I lie not, there's an indictment on a lot of you. And the indictment is that you are still dreaming the dreams of survival. You are still dreaming the dreams of survival. God is saying, dream my dreams. I want to work through you. I want to put something in you that you cannot do. Praise God. Do you know, there are things God has put in my spirit that I haven't, I can't even say it out. I say it out, a lot of us will just, you know, you might even leave church. Can't say it out. Because when God started communicating those things to my spirit, it also shook me. The things he wants to do, but now I'm, I'm, I'm being at home with it. You have to dream the dreams of God. You have to dream the dream of God for your family. You have to dream the dream of God for, for your business. You have to dream the dream of, that God puts in your spirit. Amen. Especially if you are in an extremely disadvantaged side. That is what gives you the greater qualification. Because that's going to prove his glory the more. So your, your disadvantage doesn't disqualify you. Your disadvantage is actually qualifies you. Your failure doesn't disqualify you. Your failure does what? Qualify you. So the purpose of grace, I'm going to talk to, I'm going to, talk to you about five things concerning grace. The first one is the purpose of grace. And what's the purpose of grace? Lest any man should boast. And that's because of what? And that's because God is what working. Did you, did you read that part? It says, it says we are, for we are his workmanship. If God is going to do a work, how great will be that work? So if your life is not great, God didn't work on it. If your life doesn't turn out a phenomenon, God didn't work on it. You didn't allow him work on it. Yeah. And of course, you know, when you're, when you're working, God is not working. Both of you can't be working is an insult. You either leave it. You know how annoying it is when, 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 it's some, when you are doing something and the person is not lying. You do, that's, that's the attitude of God. You and God can't be working. You, you and God can't be struggling around your own life. Are we together here? So, if you are God's workmanship, any work that God does has to be good. Has to be great. I need to get a witness. It has to be great, right? Yes. It's going to be phenomenal, right? Yes. If it's not phenomenal, it's not God's work. Now, we don't, we don't need very difficult theology to arrive at that. If this is not phenomenal, if this is not amazing, if this is not, if this is not bringing envy, if this is not crushing Satan, if this is not bringing critics, are you with me? If people are not saying it's a lie, 
If people are not saying it's not true, you lied. That testimony, if people do not disbelieve, it's not God. So, you have to let God work to the point where nobody can, everybody will know this is not man. Are we together here? You have to make a decision that you will not lead a life less of that. You have to make that decision. That I'm not going to lead a life that is less of God's work. For we are his workmanship created in Christ. For what? Good works. Which God prepared beforehand. What are you meant to do? Walk. Who is doing the work? God. What are you doing? Walk. What are you walking in? Good works. So I'm wondering the next step you're about to take. What next step? What are you stepping into? I'm stepping into something great. Oh, I'm not hearing somebody. I can't see somebody. You know, I'm stepping into something great. I'm stepping. Do you understand the point? I'm stepping into something phenomenal. That's the purpose of grace. Let's any man should boast. We bring me to the second thing. The reasoning in grace. When you now get the purpose of grace, what should you begin to do? You have to start reasoning in grace. You reason in grace. Don't reason in your abilities or disability. Don't reason in your failures in the past or your, or your disappointments in the present. You have to reason in grace. For your God, he sees by faith and not by sight. Are you with me? That's how it works and works. By what? By faith, not by sight. You have to learn to reason in grace. Don't reason in what you can do. Reason in what God can do. Look at your marriage. Reason in what can God do. Look at your finances and say, what can God do? Look at your dreams and say, what can God do? Don't reason in your strength. A lot of you are reasoning in your past. Don't reason in your past. It's not going to do you any good. You reason where? In grace. What's grace? Grace is the power of God. The doings of God. You reason in what? In grace. I'm just trusting God that some people will step into my message because my message is in a place that you don't need maturity to enter. It's not, I'm not preaching something that you need to grow into. You can step into it right now. It's not. Reason in grace. Reason in divine abilities and capacity. Do you understand? Hmm? Reason. Reason in, reason in owning a great agency. Do you understand? And it doesn't look like you can, but yes, you shouldn't have to can. But you have a God that can. With man, it's impossible. Alright? But with God, what? All things are possible. How many things? All. Oh. So your life is too little. Because all things are possible. All our combined divine dreams are possible. All of us, talk less of just yours. Are you together with me? You have to reason in grace. What you can do, reason. What if grace does it? Are you together with me? Your marriage, reason in grace. Reason in grace. Look at your husband and reason him into grace. Reason him. What if he changes by grace? That man that you want to marry now that doesn't have all the money, 
what about you switch, you switch into Grace TV and say the prosperity has Grace has its own view. Grace has its own what? His own view. Reasoning in grace. Just be learn to be reasoning. Don't stop reasoning in your in your pockets, in your bank account, in what your mother said, in what your father said, in what you studied. Drop that. Count it all down for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Reasoning grace. Reasoning power. And when you were small, you did it too. You did it when you were small. You understand? You did it. Even though it's in the flesh, but it's a typology of it. When you were small, you reasoned in grace. When you were very small. Do you understand? You were sure somebody can drop money on the floor. Ten billion dollars. <laughs> you understand? Sometimes you climb the place and you just wanted to fly like Superman and you just carry your mother's rapper and you just go. You did it. Now that you're in Christ Jesus, you can also. You can reason in grace. You understand? When you reason in grace, it will flow towards you. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Can you see how we are taking the city? This is how we're going to take this. We'll reason, we'll reason the city. You mean we'll reason it until, until, until we can't think otherwise. Your thoughts will, be, will eventually be your experience. Your thoughts will be your experience. Just reason in grace. Can, can we take like 30 seconds and just reason the city? Reason it. Reason the city. Young men and women, young couples, forgiving themselves, praying in the Holy Ghost giving their all for Jesus. Powerful marriages, young teenagers, in love on fire for Jesus. What about you reason yourself, you know, doing stuff for Jesus and being part of the harvest and being part of the laborers. Don't reason in your condition. Forget your condition. Reason in grace. Reason in grace so that the next time you see a sick person, you just naturally pray for the person because you have reason too much in grace. The healing now flows through you. them one off trap them and introduce them to your daily thinking patterns don't just don't just make it one off you know day before yesterday i was i was trying to reach reach out to somebody and god said don't reach out to him yet i said god why he said because he don't reach out to him i don't want you to connect with him yet and i asked him why he said because 
After a while, he will come. He and his complain, and he will train them. He's giving me a new reasoning pattern. He's giving me a new identity. You remember the younger one in scripture when the father came? He gave him a new reasoning pattern. That was the reason for that garment and that signet that he was given. Because he came reasoning as a servant. And he was reclothed to reason like a king. To reason like a son. So you must learn to reason in grace. Dupe, are you listening to me, my girl? You reason in grace. You reason in grace. Don't reason in your age. Either old or young. What's wrong with you? When, 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 when Todd Bentley was leading the revival in Canada, I found out yesterday at midnight, when he was inviting all the biggest prophets in the world, then Bob Jones and all of that, Yes, how old was Todd Bentley? He was 21, 22, was in his 20s. Yeah. Don't reason, don't, don't reason in age. Either much of it or less of it. Do you understand? If you're in Christ, we know no man after the flesh again. Just reason in grace. Reason in grace. Let grace fool your head. So that you will not have time for proper thoughts and proper ways. Are you together with me? Reasoning grace. What's the first one? The purpose of grace. What's the second one? The reasoning in grace. The force of grace. Amen. The force of grace. The force of grace. He said you have been you have been saved by what? By grace. Grace has force. Huh? You have been saved by grace. So you can prosper, you can prosper by grace. Huh? You can what? Prosper by grace. You don't marry this girl by grace. Married her by grace. Yeah. It's by grace. Omalita. By grace. Wisdom, you get it. By grace. And I needed, I needed, listen, stand up. I needed to marry how? I needed to marry this girl for my healing. Because you don't know how I grew up. I grew up not thinking or imagining I deserved a classy fine girl. I grew up living in a, in a wealthy place but being the poorest. So I needed that healing. So God now gave me you know there's beauty in the eye of the builder. This is why there's beauty in, in, in everybody, everywhere. <laughs> you are the holiest of all. And in the eye of every man. <laughs> you get the point. You get the point. I'm telling you the truth. I needed it for my healing. Because those days in the moment said, I can't talk to any girl. My leg was not bowed like this. I will not carry pot of beans on my head. And hold my shokoto on the floor like this. And pot of beans. And all the girls will now be coming. They told you astro, all of them. You know their names say, you not be passing through. You'll be seeing babes. You'll be seeing, ah, you'll not be hiding your head. You don't want anybody to see you. But you see, as I got into Christ, I needed to get the best. So that that, that spot can be healed. So I can see those girls now. Have you, you know, don't see my wife. You know, don't see my wife. You can you can you can sit down my trophy. 
You get the point, my friend? You can prosper by grace. You can prosper by You should want to prosper by grace. You should desire to prosper by grace. It is unholy not to teach people to prosper. It is unholy not to teach people to prosper. It is unholy not to talk about money. Very unholy. It's not righteous. God, Jesus spoke about money a lot of times. Almost every time. Almost all his parable. Money, 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 money. You must learn to prosper by what? By grace. You must be a leader by grace. Do you understand? The one that nobody thought can ever lead. You get the point now? When nobody thought can ever lead, you can't even string two scriptures successfully. Then grace will not come. Pah! You have been called. Apostle of the, of the new age. Then you rise up. It's how shall these things be? By grace. That was how he entered Mary's womb. Mary said, how shall this thing be? He said, the power of the Almighty shall overshadow you. There are ways things be. There is a way power can overshadow things. You understand? That's why it's imperative. It is necessary for Nigeria church to be one of the wealthiest in the world. Because it's a center of, the nation is a center of poverty. So if prosperity can come out of the church, then it is a proof of grace. But the Eden don't, Christians who don't have understanding think they insult church and say, how can the nation be so poor? And yet, these churches are very, they don't, they don't have common basic sense. They are even seeing grace. They cannot know his grace. You don't understand. Bishop is in, is in altar, chopping life by grace. Because you understand it. It goes beyond your understanding. So there is a force of grace. You, your health will be made perfect by the force of grace. The force of grace. Amen. It is happening and it will happen. Don't think otherwise. I told you the reasoning in grace. You get the point now. Don't want to stay long. Then the tool of grace. The tool. What do you use? What do you use to get grace? He said, You have been saved by grace. How? Through faith. So if you don't have faith, you can't pluck grace. It's like those special, you know, you know that you know this, you know, after a while, as we're maturing in the plucking of mangoes, there are now some special sticks. That you will not put nail. Back, back, back. Can you remember? That stick has grace. Are you together? That's the, that's the tool of grace. His feet. That, just let it near the... Because that tree one, sometimes they take time. But if you get tree, if you get that stick, if you just near where the mango did with your stick, everybody will wait for you. Now you go to pluck for everybody. Bah, bah. Faith is the tool of grace. Are you with me? Faith is the what? 
And the last one is the spirit of grace. And the spirit of grace is love. Love is the spirit of grace. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. What? The love of God. When we talk grace, when we talk faith, it is enshrined in what? In love. Love the Lord. Love his kingdom. And love souls. That's where personal, personal ambition and engrandizement does not come into it. There is nothing God cannot give you if he knows you don't plan to use it to break your brother's head. Understand my point? Where you want to use it to better your brother's life. You want to use it to advance the kingdom. That's love. Love does not think about itself. It thinks about others. So as we're talking grace, we're talking faith, make sure you are deep in the love of God. Because there is nothing in, in this life. Are you together with me? The spirit of grace is love. Love God with your life. You get the point? Love what? Of God. Listen, the love of God is the new course that you have been called to live in and to work on. Before you met Jesus, you loved yourself. Now that you have met him, who should you love? Love God. Because the love of God purifies your heart. Because you don't know what is good for you. So you put your life at risk when you love yourself. It's risky. You will make the craziest decisions. You will go to hell smiling until you reach there. You know this thing, so I just want to have fun. I just want, I just want to have fun. I just want to, what's it? Smoke, do all of that. But what you are talking about, I just want to keep my kidney. I just want to keep my liver. Those are things you are saying. I want to carry STD. I just, that's what you are saying. Now you think you are having fun, but you are destroying yourself. Do you understand? God will give you a very nice man. You say no. I just want to have fun. He's the one that will destroy your life. You go and meet him. You go and meet him. But when you love God more than you love yourself, whatever God gives you, it's okay. You thank him. You thank him. You can't know more than God. And you can't love yourself more than the one who created. You see, you, it's a disgrace on your part. It's, it's, it's shocking to say you want to. When did you start to be that you decided to love yourself? It's the one that made you, that can love you. Do you understand? And then you have to receive the love he has for you. Anything he tells you and you are thinking something different is the enemy deceiving you. Just love him. Love his kingdom. Whoever God gives you, whatever God sends you, it's, it's not that he's trying to be God and trying to show if, I, if you obey him or not. It's because he has checked it and whatever he gives you is the best for you. You get my point? Okay, you get my point? Okay, okay, okay. You get my point. You see who I'm talking to? See, all my movement is not play play. When I'm moving like this, I know what I'm moving. I know what I'm doing. You see who I came to talk to? You see who I came to talk to personally? I don't have to be. How many prophets will I prophesy? You get my point, my friends? What's the first one? Purpose of Christ. What's the second one? What's the third one? What's the fourth one? And what's the fourth last one? And what's the spirit of grace? Love. Love. You get the point? 
The message is sweet today, but until you listen to it again, it has wasted. Any message you don't repeat, you forget. The plan of Satan after you hear every message is to make your life not look like you edit. So you have to labor for the message to be fruitful in your life. So go back and listen to it. This is my gift for you today. God bless you. 